What is up everybody? Welcome back to the number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast within a 500 meter radius of where we record this show, the In-Situ Collective podcast. Got a podcast in there. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And on today's show, we discuss how in- inflation is going to affect your health, wellness and longevity, or is it? We discuss a new scientific paper written about a pill that you can take to get all the benefits of exercising and dieting within a pill, but does it actually work? We review the first week of our 75 hard. In that review, I reveal that increasing your water intake and not having a toilet close enough ends up being very embarrassing. I think you can put that together. Uh, We discuss... Listen to questions. Listen to questions. What would Mac and I be doing if we weren't in the health and fitness industry? As well as how to convince your family and friends that why health and fitness is so important to you. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The biggest thing in the news for the past week, probably the past month, is inflation. Inflation is starting to affect everybody, I would say. Uh, whether you are going to the shops and buying food or filling up the car it's, or have a home loan. Just living, really. Anything you do in life now is affected by it. And there's a lot of, th- there's a lot of reasons why this is happening, and we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about how that actually affects your health and wellness. Because how many times have you heard this? I can't afford the gym anymore. I'll just stop for a month. Mm. Five years later, oh yeah, I should go back to the gym. So, so and we were sort of having this discussion the other day about how people have spend more money on their cars and stuff like that instead of their own body. Yeah, easily. I think because it's more, people find it more justifiable because they have a physical product you know whereas when you're spending money on your health if it's a new thing it can feel like you're wasting your money because you don't always see results immediately you don't always feel better immediately you're just spending all this money with your fingers crossed in hope that you'll get something out of it yeah you're doing all this hard work probably things you don't actually want to do yeah and what do you actually see from it so what the reason i bring this up because i know this is going to start affecting a lot of people and I just want people to just, you know, pay a little bit more attention to their health and wellness. Inflation is momentary. Like, we don't know how long it's going to last or how bad it will get. But we know that it will get better. Yeah, Things exactly. will eventually be more affordable and you're going to have more money in your pocket. As we know, for the last two years, we were almost in negative inflation. So there's been that much money around, but now it's going the opposite direction. So, what goes up must come down, right? Um, what are you willing to sacrifice? And it's a good point to bring up that the reason, a big reason why we started this business, the In-Situ Collective, is to teach people the habits and strategies they can use to be healthier, live longer, and just you know generally be a better person. But when people put reliance on things, so as in, I won't exercise unless I go to the gym. If you lose that gym, are you going to stop exercising? Yeah. So, and that's why I hate people that are a lot like, I don't hate it. It's just a thing that you've got to sort of put the, re- 
literally put the reps in, learn how to do things, so you're not so reliant on one thing. So when you lose that, you can still continue doing the things you need to to be healthy and fit and, you know, live a good life. It's almost like in saying that, or I only exercise at the gym, it's like if things get tough and you can't afford to pay to the gym or you don't have the time anymore to get to the gym, you've already given yourself an excuse or an alibi to just stop exercising. So just like without even consciously knowing that you're doing it, you have given yourself an excuse to quit in the future, essentially when things get a little tough. When in reality, like it should just be a part of your everyday life. It should, you shouldn't have to need a gym. Like gyms haven't been around for that long. Actually, they have been around a fair while. But for the general public, I feel like they haven't been, it hasn't been always common for everybody to have a gym membership or no. everybody to go to the gym. Mm. Um, so but yeah, it's just, it is extremely beneficial to learn how to exercise and build a strong habit around movement outside of the gym but you can still do that while you have a gym membership and while you go to the gym you just have to i don't know it's, make it a deeper part of your life the gym should just be a tool in your tool belt yeah and sometimes you can't use that tool so it doesn't mean you actually stop building the house yeah you just find other ways to do it and you know how many people at the moment have home gyms that they bought over covid or set up over covid that aren't being used yeah peeps probably and you know it's also funny like imagine if times got tough you would never like cancel your internet or cancel your netflix or not go out for burger night every week you know like for a lot of people quitting the gym is probably the first place they would cut back because they don't see it to be that valuable Hmm. yet maybe Hmm. um yeah and you don't need a lot to be doing a workout no. like you can do minimal workout like exercises that get give you a lot of benefit um but yeah it's just again learning what they they are and how to implement them properly so if someone's listening to this and they have recently cancelled their gym membership but now they feel bad because we're ragging on them <laughs> what would be your advice like what should they be doing now like what do you think is the least the most cost effective way for them to keep exercising and staying healthy and fit yeah definitely and there's some people out there where that is isn't an option to keep the gym membership and no, that's, i'm asking you yeah, that's fine for a solution so honestly just move more get get a fitbit or a stepometer or something like that and do ten thousand steps a day mm. like whether it's you know a bunch of five minute walks or one big walk each day make sure you're getting ten thousand steps that's not really going to cost you much like if you want to do it on budget, I'm pretty sure you go to, to the $2 shop and get a stepometer. Yeah, and like a little clip-on ones yeah. that you wear on your pants when you're a kid. Your phone, everybody's phone counts yeah, your steps. Yeah, the health app does. Yeah, so if you've got a phone, then you, you can do it anyway. So make sure you're hitting the 10,000 steps. That is going to keep you healthy. Uh, if you have got all these great results in the gym, those 10,000 are still going to min- mitigate all the you know, great results that you've got from being in the gym. Yeah. The second would just be get a couple of pieces of equipment to have at home. Like, you, again, you can get cheap dumbbells and kettlebells. I don't know how far you'd want to take it, but a couple of dumbbells and a couple of kettlebells, maybe 100, 200 bucks, depending on how heavy you're getting. 
again, you're going to have them for the rest of your life. There's no reason why they should deteriorate and you lose them. Perish, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think in lockdown, we pretty much had, what, you had a 20-kilo dumbbell, I had a 15-kilo dumbbell and a kettlebell each. Yeah. And that's it Yeah, for, like, months. And you have to be okay with not hitting results. Like, you don't have... Exercise shouldn't be always results-driven. It should be health and wellness that is the main focus. Yeah. So um, cutting out the gym or cutting out exercise, all that sort of stuff, it's probably going to cost you more money in the long run because you're going to be having more trips to the doctor, Mm. to the hospital, medicine. Physios, massages. Your insurance will go up, everything like that. So you're better off keeping and maintaining some sort of movement yeah. Like you can jump on YouTube and find a workout, whether it's yoga, that, yeah. a follow-along workout with a light set of dumbbells. But again, it's just, I can't stress it enough. Like when you're at the gym or you're being active and you're doing a workout, pay attention to what you're doing. Make sure, like... Learn as you do it. Don't just passively stand there flapping dumbbells about. Yeah, and if, you, if you're doing an exercise and you're not sure, ask the PT or the person that your coach, whatever it is, even if you're just in the gym just doing your own thing, ask somebody that looks like they know what they're doing and say, why are you doing that? Generally, they're more than happy to tell you why they're doing it and what muscles it works. They'll probably honestly feel almost honoured that you look up like you think that they know what they're doing enough to ask them. Yeah. Maybe you make a new gym friend. Mm. In relation to food as well, obviously inflation is going to affect people's decision to spend money on their fitness but also i think it's more directly affecting already their decisions on what foods they buy especially i don't know i've noticed it in our like we live in a country town so i guess when anything changes slightly in a country town everyone freaks the fuck out (laughs) like well well, after covid and you know toilet paper starts disappearing off the shelves everybody freaks out and starts buying more yeah so I guess, and it obviously it's hard to justify like buying a lettuce for nine dollars or whatever, but it doesn't mean you should stop buying like fruits and vegetables. Obviously, it's expensive, but obviously it's also becoming more expensive for the transporters and the farmers and the shops to stay open. So you can't just quit buying lettuces and start living off two minute noodles because mm. we need the supply and demand, right? Yeah, but. Also, I think a lot of people forget, or maybe a lot of healthy people, if you already feel like you're a generally healthy person and eat a lot of vegetables, you probably neglect the fact that you can buy so many vegetables frozen, fruit and vegetables frozen. Mm. So, like, don't stop buying vegetables because they're expensive. Just find slightly cheaper alternatives, you know? Like, there's literally no excuse right now. (laughs) Yeah. And... One thing I'd say is count your calories. Like people overconsume food, mm-hmm. so you, count your calories. And if you only need to eat two thousand calories a day, everything else is wasted money. Like, I know this is a bit extreme, but it's actually a good way to maintain health, your body weight, all that sort of stuff. Count your calories and make sure you're just sticking within your, you know, your maintenance or whatever your goal is, because you're going to save money on all that excess food that you're eating that you don't actually need to eat. And you're probably going to lose some weight that you don't actually want. <laughs> yeah. So, it, and, you know, this works both ways. We come across, you know, people that 
very under-consumed that do need to eat more yeah. for to actually be healthy and actually function properly, but it works the other way. There's a lot of people out there over-consuming and not realising, and you could save money that way. Yeah, and I think when it comes to vegetables, it's also super important to consider like how much you waste. Like obviously you're wasting food by eating it, not wasting food, but maybe wasting money, let's say, by eating food that you don't need, mm. like pleasure food, for example, maybe, and like over-consuming calories, like you said. But also, I think because we just take advantage of the access we have to fruits and vegetables, everyone is so wasteful. Like, even we go through phases where I think, why am I, th like, there's so much stuff I'm throwing out that comes off the vegetable, you mm. know what I mean? Um, and if we had a compost, I swear we would make no rubbish at all yeah really yeah. milk cartons because we don't eat really any packaged food um so like when you are preparing dinner or chopping vegetables just take note of how much you're wasting before you go back to the supermarket and whinge about how expensive cauliflower is or something and i think like there's only two of us right but we often buy whole vegetables mm. like a whole cauliflower a whole pumpkin i don't know it's there's just this weird mindset now that people can only like oh we should only buy half at a time because we won't eat it all just yeah generally you know? <laughs> it is cheaper to buy a full a whole one whole vegetable yeah yeah awesome um what else you got about inflation i feel like you're way up in the news compared to me like i just go about my life like whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i i just wanted to bring it up just because of those reasons i just have a think about the bigger picture. Yeah, like it is obviously going to affect your health. Yeah. What, so, yeah, just consider it. What trade-offs. And we did this. We do this probably every six months. Just go through your budget. Go through your bank account for one month. See what you're actually spending. And, you know, is it necessary or not? And you'll find some things aren't, some things are. And you might have to make cutbacks and sacrifices in other places. Yeah. And that's fine. But at the end of the day, we want you to live a long, healthy life. So don't give up the things or change things that you need to so you can continue doing that. Yeah, 100%. Information is great, but unless you know what to do with that information, then it's kind of useless. This is why we created the In-Situ Collective app. On this app, we have created programs you can go through that teaches you and gets you to implement that information at the same time. So you actually get results and you know how to get the results for the rest of your life. You don't have to continue doing endless exercise routines that end up just costing you money and getting you nowhere. So download the In-Situ Collective app for free today and start getting real results. So Science Daily released this article about a month ago or so now, the benefits of exercise in a pill. Science is getting closer to that goal. That just blows my mind. Yeah. Like how can, so when you say the benefits, the, the physical health benefits of exercise or like the muscle gain benefits, the mental benefits, do you know what, what they're alluding to when yeah. they say benefits? So I'll link that in the show notes if you want to dive a little bit deeper into it. But, and that's the hard thing, like what, what are the benefits from exercising? If you're, again, like are your results driven and what are those results? 
you know, if I could give you a pill now to, it's just like, I'm going to use the million dollar, you know, when people win the lottery, mm-hmm. they go from being poor to millionaires, but within two years they're broke and yeah. back on the street. So it's not necessarily, I, and I don't know how the pill would get around people's habits and the things they do. Like, where, does it suppress the appetite, you know, that you're having? Like, it's just, and I don't think it would ever be able to simulate, like, adding resistance to the body. Yeah, so like, if it's benefiting your body the same way as exercise, how? Like, how is it building muscle? How? Like, it can't actually build muscle, right? It's got to be more the health benefits, if anything, from resistance training. But, yeah, I don't but know. But your mind and body is so connected. Like when you're working out, whether it's, you know, doing CrossFit, yoga, just lifting weights, functional exercise, going for a walk, it's more about your mind as well, connecting to your body. And there's far more benefits from that. So, you know, the hor- the hormone the hormone releases and all that sort of stuff you get from doing those things, does it simulate those? But then if it does, how does it without your mind being in control of that? Just like an antidepressant, I guess. Like, is it going to be similar to that? Like, it just gives you the same release of endorphins that exercise gives you. So you feel like, yeah. I've done something good, like I'm healthy, uh, I've quote-unquote exercised, do you know what I mean? So you get yeah. that mental, <clears throat> I don't know, satisfaction to some degree, but also can you live a sedentary life and just take this pill and you'll be fine? Like yeah. you'll live long and... <laughs> and that everybody would, and this is the thing, like everybody jump in on it and take these pills because it's, but then like 10 years down the track, oh yeah, it also causes cancer in the brain. Yeah. Like, we don't know. No. And it's so risky with all these new things coming out. Like, at least we know creatine. Creatine has been around for, uh, commonly used since the 90s. And it is the most tested sports supplement ever. Like, nothing mm. comes close. Protein powder would probably be the next one, maybe. Or some sort of steroid or something like that. But creatine is the, they've done that many studies and there's been no side effects. Yeah. So it's safe to say that creatine is safe. Yeah. There's been no, it might cause a couple of people some gut issues, rarely. But we don't know what these pills are going to be doing. And what is the overarching goal of them? Like, why are they making them? Why do we need a pill that allows you to not exercise? Do we, yeah. Are we really, is society really that busy or hard pushed for time or what? Like, what is the justification for making a pill like this. It's yeah. so stupid to me. Like, and, and that's what I mean. Like The basic human needs is to be outside, be active. Yes. And to be a healthy, functioning human. But again, all that ties, just the activity itself isn't enough. Like tight, like actually doing it and get your brain outside and yeah. being in nature. I, I don't think a drug will ever be able to simulate that. No. No, I don't think it will ever come close. Like it might, I'd say it'll get close to like, you, there's already drugs out there, but as you know, a family member has just had issues with that sort of stuff. Like you can have drugs that suppress your appetite and all that sort of stuff. Mm, for weight loss. Yeah. yeah. 
but it's not changing the habits that got that got you in that same position. Yeah. You so need to change happens, those habits. Like you either have to take that drug for the rest of your life or once you stop taking that drug, you just go back to where you were before you were taking the drug. Probably worse because yeah. you've had this drug that has suppressed all this stuff. So you've been more lenient on all the foods and the less activity and all that sort of stuff because you don't need to do it because this drug's doing it for you. Yeah. You're going to create all these bad habits and go off it. You'd die within a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because your body would be in such a bad state. Yeah. Along those lines of taking drugs and supplements, one of our clients this week uh, sent me a brochure to a pyramid scheme, I suppose you could call it, that his neighbor keeps like suggesting that they try. Um, And I had a, a good look at the brand and all of their products and stuff. And they have like a weight loss, leanness, I forget what they call it, range. So Mm. there's a range of products and you start with the weight loss one and then you take the muscle building one and then you take the get lean one. So it's like you go through this process, right? And they're just supplements. Um, But I said, he just wanted to know my opinion on them. (laughs) And I said, like the amount of products that this company says they have that supposedly work like just that is the a massive red flag to me because it takes so long to well one design the product get the product tested over and over and over and just the testing process of any medication is so massive and then it has to get approved and then you have to run trials on people taking it there's just no way on the planet that one company that I've never heard of, right, that has like 25 different products actually gets any kind of results. Yeah. Like, and if they did get some kind of results, we would have heard about it because they have so many products and yeah, they do this great thing. But really, I think, like, sure, there is probably some weight loss drugs out there that work. But like you said, what are the repercussions? And most of the time, like, they're just in it for the money. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what this pill is going to be? Like, they're just in it for the money? Yeah, who knows? I'll finish this off by just saying that supplements are supplements and they are there to supplement your <laughs> life, not be your life. Yeah. Do everything else right and then when you feel like you can't get enough of, like, say, protein, then you add protein into your diet. Do not rely on supplements or any type of pill to get your results or be healthy or longevity or anything like that. If you follow Jack and I on socials, you will already know that we love our coffee and you'll probably also know that we love adding things to our coffee, like adaptogens, mushrooms, oils, anything we can find that's going to help us improve our cognitive function, improve our recovery and keep us focused for longer. So when the guys at Broody Coffee approached us with their new coffee that already has adaptogens in it like lion's mane and mct we were super excited to give them a try and now you can get 10 percent off on your first purchase with broody coffee if you use the code in situ at checkout which is in-situ so give them a go so let's review our first week of the 75 hard challenge For those that don't know what the 75 hard is, basically you've got to do these next things that we're going to talk about for 75 days. 
if you miss one or don't complete one, you need to go back to the start and start your 75 days all over again. And I'm happy to say that we haven't had to start over just yet. <laughs> it's been seven days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we'll start with the most boring one, uh, progress picks. Yeah, whatever. I feel like that's actually my least favorite one. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just doing it because it's on the list. Uh, it'll be, I guess it'll be a good thing to build and then replace with some other habit that I want to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whether it's just like a post on social media or... But it's far quicker to take a progress pick than it is to post on social. So True. you've got to pick a quick habit to replace it with. Like, yep. I don't even know. Yeah. Can't even think of one that quick. <laughs> um, so reading. Yeah. So you have to read 10 pages every single day. How's that going for you? Actually better than I thought. Yeah. I thought I'd struggle with this one, but the more I read, the more I want to continue reading the book. Right. I've been telling you this for like the last... <laughs> Three years. <laughs> well, I needed that little push. Um, so, yeah, it's been good. Um, the book I'm reading is Essentialism. By Greg McEwan. Yep. Um, and what are you reading? I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yep. Um, yeah, both good books. Yep. I'm probably halfway through mine. Um, round two of mine. Yep. Um, and I don't know what book I'm going to read next, but... I guess we'll get to that to when we get there. Um, water. Oh, God. So, yes. Um, Water's fine for me because I was already drinking four litres before my whole life. Yeah, so... <laughs> really? What is it? Three gallons? Two gallons? A gallon, a which gallon. is like three and a half litres, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I've been drinking about four, three to three and a half to four. And, yeah, yesterday or the day before... I, when you increase your water so much, I don't know if you're feeling the same, but it gets to the point where you got that much fluid in you, but by the time you get that signal in your brain that, oh, I need to wee, and the time that it's coming out is very minimal. <laughs> no, I've been doing this for so long. It's fine. Like, I'm so used to it now. Uh, it, 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 yeah. Or maybe that's just why I wee so much, because my brain's like... Your bladder's full, your bladder's full, your bladder's full. <laughs> but I'm just so used to it. Like, it's been, I've been doing it for years, just yeah, subconsciously. But generally, you can hold on to it and you're like, yeah, I'll just oh, finish yeah. what I'm doing, go to the toilet where... Yesterday, you nearly weed yourself. Jack was... nearly weed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Grown man, nearly weed myself. Um, very, very close. Very scary. Very scary time. So I've just dropped back to making sure it's like just three and a half. Um and I, I have ordered some electrolytes and that sort of stuff to put in my water so I absorb it a little bit better. Like it might sound dangerous to some people. We have a doctor friend who we were talking about this with and she's like, what? Like, like why so excessive? Like such excessive amounts of water. But I guess the challenge is probably more for people a little less structured or a little unhealthier than us that drink a lot more liquid calories and a lot more drinks that aren't water. So it's more, if you're drinking three and a half liters of water, you don't have room for any other liquids. No. So essentially. Yeah. It's good for like cutting out shit. soft drinks or coffees or energy drinks and all that sort of shit, which are super high in calories. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, you can't fit any other liquid in other than water. Yeah. Um, cool. And the next one, diet maybe. Oh yeah. Um, that's been fine. Yeah. We don't eat out much anyway. 
what we're doing just no processed foods no takeout and no preservatives yeah so basically everything we eat we're pretty close to that maybe we've had to cut out one or two things i haven't really noticed much of a difference i can't even think of anything off the top of my head right now that um, we've had to cut out yeah so and then we have two workouts a day two 45 minute workouts one has to be outside and it has been raining like torrential rain for the last four or five days here so and we've been doing one thing that is basically you know a human staple like you do this as a human you should be able to do it but it has been kicking my ass i have been so sore uh, and i can and it's scary because i consider myself to be a healthy fit person but then here we are doing this activity and i have been so sore like, the activity being walking right. <laughs> everybody's thinking oh probably like crazy ass workout or something like that but he was literally walking so we've been going to the gym once and doing a 45 minute like weight session just like taking it easy but still relatively what's the word strenuous yeah yeah still still like you know lifting weights and but lifting weights still functional all that sort of stuff yeah and then we've been doing one 45 minute walk slash jog slash run which ends up being on the beach because jack doesn't want to get his runners wet in the rain so we're like i'll just go to the beach and he wears bare feet hence why you're everything so sore i think um wednesday was i, was, I almost gave up on wednesday because the beach is so washed out at the moment all the sand is soft and it was raining and it was blowing straight in my face <laughs> it was just like doing a 45 minute stairmaster session but just in the rain and the sand and i was just like what the am i doing like it's it was i was not having fun every other day it's been fine i'm like you know what raining we're walking it's been great but yesterday i was just sore i was mm. tired not yesterday on wednesday um yeah i was sore tired it was fucking hard. <laughs> you see, that was me on the first day. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd trained pretty hard. I don't know why. Just I was having one of those weeks where I'm like, yeah, I can do anything. You know what I mean? And I trained pretty hard like a couple of days leading up to us starting the 75 hard challenge. And then the first day that we had to walk, it literally rained. Like it didn't stop for five minutes, did it? For the whole day. Mm. And it was like torrential rain. So... It was the first day and we had to just like rug up and go to the beach and get drenched. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Why are we here? Yeah. But because that first day was so bad, every other day has felt a lot easier. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, whatever. I'm just, I'm going for a walk. I'm going to do it no matter what. And it just, it's yeah. fine. So I've been trying to jog as well on the sand. And obviously that's going to be a little bit more harsh, but at least because it's cardio, you know, your body's going to adapt to it super quick. Yeah. So all we need to do is push through probably another week and you know, it starts getting easier and my feet won't be killing me as much. Also, you know what's crazy is, like you said, it's a human thing to just be able to walk. And, like, we walk places, but yeah, obviously not much. But, man, my hips, my hip flexes, I guess, and, like, the tops of my ankles were so sore because we just don't walk But that's what I mean. Like, we consider ourselves to be active. healthy, active, fit people, and all we're doing is adding and walking, and it's... It's rolled me. It's kicking our butt. So, so imagine like other people that aren't as active as us. Yeah. Like, yeah, crazy. Is that all of the things you have to do? What? Picture, food, read, workouts. Yeah, must be. 
Water. Water. Yeah, cool. All right. Listener questions are up next. What do we got? Okay, so let's do the hardest one for, I don't know, they're both pretty hard to be honest, but we'll do this one. How to make your family understand why health and fitness is so important to you? I st- honestly, I don't think my family still understands. They've just accepted. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, probably same. You just got to keep doing you. Like at the end of the day, if they're family and they do love you and they do care about you, they should be somewhat supportive. And I say somewhat because I know a lot of people just, you know, families are just like you they know, don't get it. They don't get it. So they're going to be as supportive as they understand. And sometimes you've just got to accept that. Um, and look, other times you can, oh, I don't know, like it depends on your relationship with the said family, whether it's mum, dad, partner, kids, that sort of stuff. Mm. Obviously all those relationships are different. Um, you can point out their flaws and say, no, look at this, I was you going, shouldn't get to the gym. <laughs> I was going to say the exact opposite of that. I was going to say that... Sometimes when you are changing your lifestyle, it can also be hard for your family members because they're going through a change in you that they didn't ask for. They mm. didn't sign like you chose to start to change and they didn't sign up for that. You're mm. just saying, this is what I'm doing. Take it or leave it, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's important for you to, I guess, be subtle, be gentle um, don't say, oh, well, I'm trying to be better, so you should try and be better as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just you do you and eventually, like it might take a while and I hope it happens eventually, but eventually they'll be like, oh, okay, well, like Jack's spending all this time and money on his body and here I am just doing nothing for the relationship or the family or the longevity mm. of my life. Maybe I should start to do something too. And then I think it's a very important when they show interest in wanting to do something, you be excited, but don't bombard them Go, and say, take, do this, eat this, <laughs> do that. Do. Yeah, just be like, they might be like, oh, I think I might want to come in the gym with you today. And he's like, oh, that's so great. I've always wanted to work out, buddy. And just, that's it. Like, that's yeah. enough. And then like, just, yeah, little things like that. And I think as soon as they show a little bit of interest, just run with the one thing they're showing interest in and ease them into it because yeah it's yeah. a lot and this and i'm going to plug the unstuck challenge that this is our number like our flagship program and i i love it so much because you it's a challenge but you're not going to be all of a sudden just changing everything you're not going to be doing stupid workouts eating next to nothing it's more about learning how much you actually need to do mm how much food you actually need to change. Like you don't need to jump in and just change everything. You just do these things slowly. And as you learn, you change these things and then it's not so bombarding for your family around you. Yeah, it's gradual. Yeah. And I guess to let's like take it right back to the question, how to make your family understand why it's important to you. I think you can't make them understand, Yeah. to be honest. And this, as coaches, we talk, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. We can give our clients everything to get so they can get results. Like we're the perfect program, the perfect nutrition guidance, coaching, all that sort of stuff. But unless they want to change, then we can't force them to They're change. They're not going to change. Um, I think just also being very confident in why you're doing it. Like mm-hmm. don't let them sway 
your like decision to change or anything like that. Um, and just eventually they should just be like, okay, Max the one that exercises. That's literally all my family. Max the healthy one. Max the one that exercises. You know, like that's my label now and you just have to be okay. Yeah. If it's somebody closer, like a partner, I'd just say, explain why you're actually doing it. Yeah. If your goal is to change your body composition, lose weight, build muscle, whatever it is, just explain to your partner, look, I want to do this because I'm feeling this way and just dive deeper into your feelings. Yeah. Like talk about your... Like, Communication is key in every relationship, yeah. partner, friends, family, children, anything. Yep. Yeah. Leave it there. Cool. Okay. The next question, I love this question, is a very hard question to answer. If you... Mac and Jack, weren't in the health and fitness industry, which industry would you want to be in? You go first. So Mac asked me this question <laughs> a couple of days ago when it came in, just so I had some time to prepare. I, I honestly, I read it and I was like, oh, cool. I've got three days to prepare. Jack's, I'm going to ask him on the spot. But then I felt bad and I was like, oh, I better give him some heads up. Um, it, well, it's hard because I went into like construction because it was the only option I had being in a small town, a male, there's not any other options. Um, so like are all options open no matter where I was or where I come from? Or, that sort of so stuff? right. Let's, let's make a scenario because it's not that that's the whole question, right? So I'm going to say the health and fitness industry is dead. The magic it doesn't exist works. anymore. Yeah, the magic pill worked. Yeah. No one needs personal trainers, nutrition coaches. Everyone's just doing their thing and it's non-existent. What, where do you pivot to now? What industry do you pick? You can pick any. Yeah, so I've been like, my mind went straight to physics. Oh, really? And I don't know if I would be in theoretical or applied. Mm -hmm. I, I like the idea of, theoretical um but to, i think you would be better at applied yeah yeah because i do like the hands-on hands-on and you know you whether you take somebody else's thought experiment and implement that into real life but then like yeah so, so you'd want to be I, I'd, leonard hofstetter from the big bang Theory. yeah yeah but probably not in his field direct field but yeah more maybe like astrophysics or something like that oh yeah mm. yeah so that's your final answer yeah i was gonna pick psychology but obviously but then i feel like that's too obvious because i'm already on that path and technically it would fall under the health umbrella right yeah the magic pill worked everybody's healthy <sighs> fit happy no uh, issues in the world okay so honestly No health. Like, it's so hard because every interest I have, like, the next thing I'll be like, biology maybe. But that still comes under the health umbrella. Like, medicine. But that does that still come under the health umbrella? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, so if I'm trying to do a full 360 away from any health field, I don't know. I think it'd have to be some sort of creative, like, design of some sort mm. or... Could I just be a YouTuber and teach people how to be productive, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they're the things that I love yeah. and I think I'd still have to be making something because like you wouldn't think that we make much in our jobs, but <laughs> we make so much stuff, <laughs> so much. So 
can I, I'm just going to say YouTuber. <laughs> can I do that? Yeah. Well, but then you. also, I don't know, because I wouldn't be learning much. Yes, you would. But... Like, you, you think of every YouTuber that you, you, you know of that, say, over a million followers, they've learnt so much in their... That's journey. true, and I could also be some sort of educational YouTuber like Hank Green, so I have to be learning stuff and knowing stuff yeah. all the time. Mm. Okay. So is that your final answer? That's my final answer. YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's a real career right now. All right, if you've got a question, as always, hit us up on social media. You'll find me on Instagram at Jack L. Graham and pretty much the same name everywhere else, LinkedIn, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. And, and I'm Mac underscore Institute. Don't even go anywhere else. Instagram is the only place I go. <laughs> uh, and obviously, you've enjoyed this podcast so far. If you've listened this to this whole episode, us carrying on. Um, so share it on your social media. We generally appreciate that. And for people that do, now we've got a sweet as app. We can give you like free access or something like that to one of our courses. Yeah. Awesome. So make sure you share it. Tag us so we know you've done it. And we'll talk to you all in the next next episode. Bye.